So we'll begin seated. So come to a comfortable cross-leg position. And ideally, your knees are sitting below the crest of the hips. So if you need to sit up on something, on a blanket. And then you can either have the feet folded one in front of the other, or you can sit with the feet flexed so that your shins are resting on your feet, whichever feels more comfortable for you. Keeping in mind that what's comfortable for me or for your neighbor might not be comfortable for you. And then once you've found your seat, place your hands in your lap or on your legs. Find a tall spine. And notice your breath. Feel as if the tailbone is growing heavy and the outer hips are softening. Feel the sides of the waist growing long. Ribs are spaced evenly around the spinal column. Allow the collarbones to widen, and as you do so, draw the base of the shoulder blades together and down. Draw up through the crown of the head and in with the chin. Soften the face muscles, the jaw, release the root of the tongue. And begin to spread your awareness throughout your body, noticing all of those points that we just walked through. Some of those spaces you may need to revisit, softening or activating as needed.
So as you sit, you're simply noticing the breath and building that inner awareness inside of the posture, staying alert and awake to what is happening within your own body, your own experience. Allowing yourself to move towards stillness instead of looking for the next thing, the next step, the next breath, the next pose. Instead, rooting yourself in the here and now, watching each moment as it unfolds. So from this space of awareness, from this space of watching the breath and listening to the body, let's open our practice with three ohms, inhaling deeply. Exhale through the mouth. Good. Closing the mouth and breathing through the nose. Keep the spine upright. Lower the chin toward the chest. Letting the head hang, breathing in and out through your nose. And let the chin drop a little bit further. gently lift the head, take the chin up toward the ceiling as if you're trying to touch it to the ceiling tiles. One more breath here, lifting a little higher. Feel as if you're lifting from the back of your neck. 
And then very slowly lower the chin back toward the chest. Lift the chin back up toward the ceiling. Chin toward the chest. Chin to the ceiling. Bring the chin back down to the chest. Stay here. So you're keeping the rest of the spine upright as the head hangs. Keep the chin low. Take the nose over toward the right shoulder. Collarbones broadening. Spread the shoulder blades and draw them down the back. Keep the chin low. Bring it back to center. And then take the nose over to the left. Slowly bring the head back to center and lift the chin again toward the ceiling. Keep the chin lifted and turn your nose to the right. Keep pressing the shoulders down toward the floor and out toward the side walls. Bring the nose back to center. Keep the chin lifted and take your nose over to the left. Deep breaths into the neck muscles. Bring the chin back to center. And then bring the chin so that it's level to the floor. Pause, notice your breath. And so let's adjust so the opposite shin is out in front. If it's bothering your knees to sit this way, feel free to sit with your legs straight out in front of you. Or you can have one leg bent, one leg straight, whatever you need to do to feel comfortable. And then bring your hands so that they're resting on the floor on either side of your hips. Fingertips reaching into the earth. So that you feel the shoulders being drawn down. Keep the left hand as it is. Bring the right hand, take it up over the top of the head so that the fingers touch the top of your left ear. And then begin to draw the head gently down toward the right shoulder using the right hand. Reach more deeply into the left fingertips, reaching the fingertips into the floor. Good. Release the right arm. Float the head back up to center. Right hand comes down to the floor. So both hands again are on the floor on either side of your hips. Reach through the fingertips. Keep the right hand as it is. Float the left arm up and over the top of the head. Fingertips touch the right ear. Inhale deeply, exhale. 
Use the hand to guide the head toward the left shoulder. Reach even deeper into the right fingertips, increasing the stretch for the neck and the shoulder. Breathe deeply. Release the hand, let the head float back up to center. Left hand finds the floor once again, reaching the fingertips into the floor. Notice your breath. Float your arms up to shoulder height. And like you're paddling a kayak, start to row the arms forward. as one arm goes forward, one arm is circling back. Okay, go ahead and reverse. Paddle backward. Good. Bring the hands together in front of your heart. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, interlace your hands and press your palms straight out from the heart. Inhale, extend the arms up overhead. And then as you exhale, separate the hands and twist to your right. Let the hands float to the floor. So your left hand is on the floor in front of you and your right hand is on the floor behind you. Aim your chin over your right kneecap. Again, soften your outer hips. Let your tail grow heavy. Lengthen the side waist up through the armpits. Lift through the crown of the head. Keep the chin drawn in slightly. Good. On your inhale, come back to center, palms together. As you exhale, interlace your hands the opposite way. So opposite pinky on top. Exhale, press the palms forward from the heart. Inhale, extend the arms up. And then as you exhale, twist to your left, hands float to the floor, right hand on the floor in front of you, left hand on the floor behind you. Steady breath in and out through the nose, chin pointing over the left kneecap. Stay with your breath, soften the hips. Good, slowly come back to center. Bring the hands together at the heart. Pause and breathe. Good, so shift your weight forward. Place your hands on the floor and come into downward facing dog.
Good, so in downward dog, you're moving the hips toward the ceiling, the heart toward your knees. Good. Palms and feet are pressing firmly toward the floor. And as in all the postures, you're observing your breath, noticing how your body feels. So the posture should be challenging, but also there should be a sense of comfort in the pose. So effort balanced with ease. Shouldn't feel as if you have to grit your teeth in order to be in the posture and if it feels that way, come to child's pose and rest. Then we'll just pedal the feet slowly so let one heel drop down and then switch, dropping the other heel down. Just alternating side to side. It should feel good. Breathing as you're moving. Good. Come back to pressing both heels evenly. Deep breath in. And as you exhale, bring your knees to the mat. Find your way into child's pose. Good. Big toes are touching together. Knees are apart to a width that feels comfortable for you. Bring the forehead all the way to the floor or stack your hands so your forehead can rest on your hands. Let the elbows soften to the floor. Breathe deeply into your low back. So we want all of our yoga postures to be nurturing. And it's easy to connect to the feeling of nurturing in child's pose. It's very restful. You can feel that sense of healing that the posture has. So see if you can remember what it feels like to be in child's pose when you're in some of the more challenging postures. Begin to bring elements of that sense of ease, that sense of nurturing into all of the postures. Good. Find your way up to all fours, placing wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. Good. Press your palms and your shoelaces firmly into the floor, creating a sense of rooting or grounding in the posture. From this foundation, Inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, curl to cat pose. So take the middle of your back to the ceiling, move your nose and your tail towards your belly button. And then as you inhale, find cow posture. Take the tail back and up, draw the heart forward between the arm bones, and look up or forward. And again, returning to cat pose. Exhale as you curl in toward the center, toward the navel. And then inhaling as you expand, open again into cow, taking the tail back, the heart forward, and the head up. And then just move at your own pace. So each time you exhale, you're curling into cat pose. And each time you inhale, you're extending into cow posture. And once you have the basic movement and the breath, 
See if you can refine the posture. Make sure that your hands and feet are still pressing into the floor. Ideally, your lower belly is drawn in. So that's below the navel but above the pubic bone. Good. Last few rounds. Next time you come into cow posture, come back to a neutral all fours position, walking your hands forward one handprint. Curl your toes under, and when you're ready, lift up and back into downward dog. Keep your knees slightly bent as you extend the spine. Good. Let the head drop through between the arms. Once you have the full spinal extension, feel free to let your hips drop so that your knees are a little less bent. But you don't want to be jamming your knees straight so much that it pushes your shoulders forward. You want your shoulders moving back. Good, stay with your breath. Good, bring the knees to the mat, find child's pose. Good, soften the face muscles, let your hips grow heavy. And then coming up to all fours once again, wrist under shoulders, knees under hips. Pressing palms and shoelaces into the floor firmly. And then extend your right arm straight out in front, thumb to ceiling, wrist in line with shoulder. Good, eyes can look at the mat or slightly forward of the mat, whatever feels best on your neck. Feel as if you're reaching the crown of the head forward, the shoulder blades and the tailbone are reaching back. Good. One more inhale. Exhale, bring the hand down to the mat. Inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, feel your weight evenly on all fours. Good. Extend the left arm forward in the same manner. So wrist in line with shoulder, thumb pointing to ceiling. As you reach the crown of the head and the left arm forward, draw your tailbone and your shoulder blades back. Stay rooted, grounded through the right palm and both shoelaces. Do the best that you can. Inhale deeply. Exhale, bring your left hand down to the mat. Inhale again. And as you exhale, feel your weight evenly on all fours. Extend the right arm forward, thumb to ceiling. Same idea as the first round, so find your alignment. And then if you'd like, add on by extending your left leg straight back. Keep the toes pointing toward the floor. 
So if that's hard to feel, or you can't see your foot if you glance back, think about rolling the pinky toe of the left foot slightly toward the floor. Good. One more inhale. Reach out long. Exhale, bring the hand and knee back down to the earth. Inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, fill your weight evenly on all fours. Extend your left arm straight out in front, thumb to ceiling. Get steady, stay with your breath. Create space around the base of the neck by taking the shoulder blades away. Broaden the collarbones, and then maybe extend your right leg back as well. Roll the pinky toe slightly toward the floor. You can do that on both feet. Good, keep the lower belly engaged so the low back is supported. So you don't want to sway that going on. One more inhale and then exhale, bring the hand and knee back to the floor. Inhale deeply here and as you exhale, feel your weight evenly on all fours. Right arm extends forward, get steady, and then extend the left arm, or excuse me, left hand, foot. Wow. <laughs> extend the left leg back. Good. And then we'll find a little motion here. So you can stay here or you can join the motion on your exhale, kind of like cat pose. You'll start rounding your back, this time bringing the right elbow and the left knee in toward the navel. And then as you inhale, expand back out to the extension. Good. Exhale, curl everything in. Take the nose with you. We're pulling everything into the navel. And then inhale, extend out. One more. Exhale, curl in. Beautiful. Feel your abdominals working. Inhale, extend out. Good. Exhale, bring the hand and foot to the floor. Inhale deeply. And then exhale, feel your weight on all fours. All right, now we're going to get to that left arm that I was so eager about. So left arm reaches forward, thumb to ceiling. Get steady and then extend your right leg back. Feel the support through your abdominals. Inhale deeply as you exhale, curl in, bringing your left elbow and your right knee in toward the navel. Take your nose with you. Good, inhale, extend back out. Exhale, curling in. Use your abdominals to help lift and round the spine. Good. Inhale, extend out. One more. Exhale, curl in. Really round the back. Inhale, extend out. Good. Exhale, bring the hand and knee back down to the floor. Inhale deeply. And then exhale, feel your weight evenly on all fours. Curl the toes under, walk your hands forward, one hand print, and find your way up to downward dog. Good, breathing. Feel the shoulder blades moving away from one another, so they're drawing out toward the side walls. And if you're newer to the posture and those finer refinements, are eluding you so far, don't worry about it. Just focus on holding yourself up in the pose for today. And then as your muscles grow stronger, stronger, you can begin to refine the posture so that it's more productive 
and that you're not creating new tension in your body. So the pit of the belly drawing in. Again, that's the space directly between the navel and the pubic bone. You want to take your mind deep into the belly tissue and draw that tissue toward the spine. Good. Walk the hands slowly to the feet, coming into standing forward bend, Uttanasana. <coughs> Excuse me. So once your heels are on the floor, keep walking your hands back until you're folded over your legs. Let your head be really, really heavy. Good. Feet no more than hip distance apart, so think about thigh bones being parallel to one another, leg bones being parallel to one another. Another way to think of the measurement is no more than one of your fist widths between your big toes. <laughs> Good. That one got it. Everyone adjusted their feet. Good. So, keeping the head and arms heavy, press your feet down and start to round up through the spine, coming up one vertebra at a time towards standing. See if you can correlate the press of the feet to the upward rising action to standing. Feel that connection. So, you're using your roots to create rising. Once you're all the way up, pause and breathe. And then on your inhale, sweep your arms out and reach the arms all the way up overhead. Once your arms are all the way up, interlace your pinky ring and middle fingers. Press the palms firmly together. Keep breathing. Feel the elbows moving in toward one another. So we're kind of creating a little bit of a sandwich of your head. Keep that activation in your arms and draw your shoulder blades down your back, broadening the collarbones. And see if you can maintain that. Drop your tailbone toward the point between your heels. Feel your belly muscles activate. Good. Inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, side bend to your right. Good. Stay here. Keep reaching the tail toward the heels. Feel the support in the low belly. Keep broadening the collarbones. And then as you inhale, press the feet down, come up. Keep your alignment. Exhale, take it over to the left. Good. Stay with your breath. Listen inside to your body. Where do you need more support? Maybe pressing the feet more firmly. Maybe engaging the low belly a little bit more. Careful not to squeeze your glutes here so the buttocks are relaxed. You're using your core muscles and your leg muscles here. And then as you inhale, come up to center. Exhale, release the arms out toward the side wall and down by your sides. Heavy arms, soften the wrists, soften the fingers. Inhale deeply as you exhale, bring your chin to your chest and round down through the spine all the way back down to that standing forward bend, so you're folded all the way over your legs. Take two to three breaths to get there, so not too fast, not too slow. 
Good, and walk your hands forward, find downward facing dog. From downward facing dog, shift your weight forward into plank position. So you have your wrists aligned right under your shoulders in plank. And you have a straight line from the crown of your head all the way down through your heels. Good, stay here, keep breathing. Walk your hands forward just a little, or your feet back, yeah, either one. Good, not that much. <laughs> Good. Now press back through your heels and up through your thighs. Press your thighs up toward the ceiling. Good. Go ahead and inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, go back to downward dog. Good, hips up. Good, inhale, come forward to plank. Good, and then exhale, pull back to downward dog. Good, inhale, shift forward, plank. Try not to move your hands. And then exhale, pull back, downward dog. So as you move through this movement, what I'd like you to connect with is as you inhale and move forward to plank, see if you can move forward from your belly. And as you exhale and pull back to down dog, see if you can move back from the fronts of your thighs. Good, inhale, shift forward from the belly. Yep. Go all the way forward. And then as you exhale, connect to the fronts of the thighs and pull back. Good, let your knees bend a little bit. Good. All right, two more. It's not meant to be easy, so if your arms start shaking a little, it's fine. If you can't control the breath, come to child's pose. Good, and then together from downward dog, knees to the mat, child's pose. Good, resting and breathing. Make sure your knees are wide enough that your ribs are starting to drop down between the thigh bones. Good, and then coming up to all fours, wrists under shoulders, knees under hips. Press your palms and your shoelaces into the earth. And then extend your right arm out laterally, so to your right, palm facing the floor, wrist in line with shoulder. Press down firmly through your left hand and both feet. And then from the downward press of the left hand, roll your heart open to the right, reaching the right arm toward the ceiling. Good. Please keep the hips aligned over your knees rather than letting your hips swing out to the side in order to open wider. Good. Inhale, open maybe a millimeter more, very tiny movement. Exhale, thread your right arm underneath of your left arm until your right shoulder and your right ear are on the mat. Okay, so we did this one last week. This is the one we got all twisted up on, so we'll just enjoy getting all twisted up again this week. 
Good, so you're situating your left palm in front of your face, thumb approximately in line with your nose, and the left elbow points right up at the ceiling. And then begin to press into the left palm, drawing the left shoulder back so it's aligning over top of your right shoulder. And ideally, you're feeling a wonderful opening for the shoulders across the upper back and possibly down into the spine, maybe even the hips a little bit. Good. And then press down firmly into your left hand. Come back up and open your right wing to the ceiling. Deep inhale. And then as you exhale, bring your right hand back down to your mat. Good. Pause. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Feel your weight evenly on all fours. Good. Let's try the other side. So take your left arm out to the left. Wrist in line with shoulder and palm facing the floor. Good. Shoulder blades move down the back if they're not already. So over time, some of these things in the postures become second nature, like keeping the shoulder blades away from the base of the neck, keeping the spine lengthening in two directions. Press your right hand down even more. Open the left wing up to the ceiling. Don't go so far as to swing your hips, so keep your hips centered over your knees. Beautiful. Inhale, open another millimeter or so, very tiny movement. Exhale, bring the hand and thread it under the right arm. So second side of thread the needle. So your left ear and your left shoulder are coming down to the floor. Then arranging your right palm so it's sitting in front of your nose. Right elbow pointing straight up at the ceiling. And then press into your right hand, drawing the right shoulder back so it's aligning over the left shoulder. So we're not expecting the shoulders to be in a perfect line over one another. It might happen for some of you that have a little more rotation in your spine, but for most of us, we'll just be moving toward that alignment instead of the ideal alignment. And breathing, taking the posture to where it feels good for you to where it feels nurturing for you. And then press down firmly through your right hand. Use that downward press to come up and open your left wing to the ceiling. Inhale here. And then as you exhale, bring your left hand down to the mat. Inhale deeply. Exhale, fill your weight on all fours evenly. Walk your hands forward, one hand print. Curl your toes under and come up to downward facing dog. Good. Slowly walk the hands to the feet. 
Coming into standing forward bend, Uttanasana. Holding over the legs, head is heavy. Remember the feet are no more than a fist width apart. Make sure your toes are pointing straight ahead. And those things come with practice. So you may have to adjust and adjust and adjust and then one day the feet will remember where to go. So pressing down through all four corners of the feet firmly, round up to standing, one vertebra at a time. Let the chin stay in toward the chest and the arms remain heavy as you come up. Good, so two to three breaths to get there, not too fast, not too slow. Notice how much the back enjoys that movement, that meditation through the spine. It's like a walking meditation. You're just walking through each vertebra with your awareness. And then once you're all the way up, inhale, sweep your arms out to the sides and all the way up to the ceiling. Go ahead and interlace the ring, pinky, and middle fingers. Press your palms firmly together. Keep breathing. And then we'll review our alignment so the elbows are moving in toward the ears. Shoulder blades are drawing down the back. Collar bones are widening. Good. Maintaining that, draw the pit of the belly in and take your tailbone down toward the point between your heels. Keep the feet pressing firmly. Inhale deeply. Exhale, side bend to your right. And just maintaining this inner alignment. Keep both sides of the body growing long. So you're not crunching up the left side. Or your right side, I'm sorry. And then as you inhale, press the feet down, come up to center. Keep your alignment, exhale, head on over to the left. Keep both sides of the waist long, so keep your left side long as well as your right side. Tailbone rooted, belly is supporting. Thigh bones are pressing back. Feel the four corners of both feet. Use the downward press of the feet as you inhale, come up to center. Exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Pause here, breathe deeply. Relax the wrists and the finger bones, softening the palms. Find your next inhale. As you exhale, bring your chin to the chest and continue down through that walking meditation through your spine rounding all the way forward into standing forward bend. Two to three breaths to get there. Not too fast, not too slow. Some yoga teachers refer to this as the Goldilocks method. <laughs> not too fast, not too slow, not too hot, not too cold. Just right. So walk your hands forward, come to downward facing dog. Shift your weight forward to plank so you can find your alignment in plank if you needed to adjust your hands and feet. And you may need to do that for months, maybe years until your body kind of figures out that the alignment for the hands and feet in plank is the same as when you go back to downward dog. 
And then find your way back to down dog, keeping this hand and foot placement. And then my friends who are more beginners or you don't want quite as an intensive a movement, you can move between plank and down dog as we did earlier. Those of you who want a little more, extend your right leg to the ceiling. Okay, so there's two options there. Either one is perfectly fine. On your exhale, I'm gonna instruct the people who have your leg up. So on your exhale, come forward toward plank. Curl the nose and the knee toward the navel and round your back. So it's like cat mixed with plank. And then inhale, extend back to downward dog with the right leg to the ceiling. Good, exhale, coming forward, curl the nose to the knee, knee to the nose. Steve is doing a good job if you wanna <laughs> check out his posture for an example. One more, I'm sorry, I had to. Exhale, curl, knee to nose, nose to knee. And then inhale, extend back, it's all good. Good, bring the foot to the floor. Switch legs. So you're either doing it with the leg up or you're just doing this moving from plank to down dog without the leg extension. So here we go. Three, come in, curling nose to knee. Inhale, extend back to down dog, left leg to ceiling. Two more. Exhale, curling toward plank, round your back, knee to nose, nose to knee. One more. Inhale, extend back and lift the leg. Exhale, curl, knee to nose, nose to knee. Good, extend back to down dog, leg in the air, inhale. Exhale, bring the foot to the floor, feel downward dog, stay with me, one more breath in. And then exhale, bring your knees to the mat and find child's pose. Good, a much earned rest. Good, breathing in and out. See if you can direct the breath into your shoulders. Good. Crawl out onto your belly. You can get there any way you like. So we'll do a couple of back bends on our belly. If you tend to not enjoy um, the way it feels to have the front of your hip bones pressing into um, your mat, you can unfold your blanket so that it's just folded over maybe once or twice, and that'll give you a little bit more cushioning, especially if your pelvic bones are shallow. And then plant your hands so that you have your th the fingertips in line just under the armpit. Press all of your toenails into the floor firmly, especially your little toenails. You'll feel your kneecaps float toward the ceiling. Draw your elbows toward your ribs and your shoulder blades toward your tail. And just as we did in standing, see if you can take your tailbone toward the space between your heels. You'll feel the pubic bone press into the floor. Good, begin to lift the spine 
little bit higher so you're coming up into a low cobra. Don't come up so high that if you lifted your hands off the floor you would fall. So chin and heart are lifting up. Keep pressing the little toes into the floor. Try to soften your outer hips, your buttocks. One more inhale. Exhale, come down. Turn your head to one cheek and release your arms at your sides. Let your shoulders grow heavy. Your palms are facing the ceiling. Just pausing to breathe here. Good, so that's our most basic back bend we'll practice tonight. And as we progress tonight, if you want to stay with that back bend, feel free to substitute that for any of the next few poses. So the next posture is locust pose. Go ahead and bring your hands so they're on your low back. Palms face, face the ceiling, interlace your fingers here. Let your elbows drop toward the floor. Bring your forehead so it's touching the earth. Again, press the toenails into the floor. Feel your kneecaps lift up. Press the pubic bone into the floor. Feel the tailbone move toward the heels. And then start to lift your chin and heart once again. And then as you're ready, extend the arms back toward your feet as if you're trying to lasso your hands around your feet. Palms are now facing the back of your head. Think about moving the shoulder blades toward one another before you think about extending the arms. Keep drawing back through the tailbone. Broaden the collarbones, breathe. If you can soften the outer hips, one more inhale. Exhale, lower down, release the arms at your sides, palms up. Turn your head to the opposite cheek and breathe. Come up onto your forearms. So you're placing your elbows now right underneath of your armpits. Forearms are flat to the floor with your hands, palms face down, middle fingers running parallel to one another. So this is Sphinx posture. Again, press your toenails into the floor. Feel your kneecaps lift slightly. Press the pelvic bone into the floor, or excuse me, pubic bone into the floor. Feel the tailbone move back toward your heels. At the same time, see if you can soften your outer glutes, your outer hips. And then draw your hands on the mat as if you're trying to drag yourself forward. So just a little light draw drawing your heart forward between the arm bones. 
Make sure your low belly is drawn in and that you're really grounding the pubic bone so that you're not feeling this in your low back at all. Keep broadening the collarbones. Feel your breath. Good, one more inhale. Exhale, lower yourself down nice and slow. Again, come onto the opposite cheek. Release your arms at your sides, palms face up. And find your breath. Good. So for those of you who have any kind of low back issue, I recommend practicing one of the previous postures rather than attempting bow posture tonight. So wait until your back is healed up a little bit more. And then for the rest of us, if you'd like to follow me into bow, feel free. Otherwise, you can go back to one of the previous postures, either the cobra, the locust, or the sphinx posture. So start with your forehead flat to the floor. Bend your knees so that your feet are moving toward your glutes. And then if you can, keep your forehead on the floor and reach back, find your ankles with your hands. If you have to strain to do this, go back to one of the other postures. And so listen carefully, find your breath. Press your pubic bone down into the floor. Notice what happens when you do this. You'll feel a little lift in your thigh bones. So I'd like you to release the press of the hips. And then press the hips back down once again. Good. So I'd like you to use the downward press of the hips to lift your thigh bones toward the ceiling to any degree that you can. Good. Maintain this. Press your ankles into your hands and pull gently on your ankles with your hands so there's a little tug of peace happening between the hands and the ankles. Start to bring your heart and your chin up. Music was a little, <laughs> little dramatic. <laughs> So as your body floats up toward the ceiling, the hips are rooting down, and you're sort of balancing on the soft of the belly. Inhale deeply, exhale, bring your forehead and your thighs back down to the floor. Release your arms and legs. Turn your head to the opposite cheek. Pause and breathe. So we're going to do that again. I was stuck up here on the mat demonstrating, so I'm going to come around and help you kind of feel things in the pose. So if when you came out of the pose you felt any stiffness in your low back, first I'd like you to shake your hips side to side. And secondly, don't take the posture again. Take one of the earlier postures, the cobra, the sphinx. Excuse me, sphinx or the locust pose. Okay, otherwise, bend your knees, take your ankles with your hands, 
And I'll walk you through it again. So press the hips down into the floor. Rooting through the pubic bone. From there, draw your thighs toward the ceiling. Press your feet into your hands and pull gently on your ankles with your hands to draw up. Bring your knees closer together. Hang on tight. I'm going to give you a little pulse. You can feel this. Feel that lift. See if you can find that on your own. So you can come down whenever you're ready. Can you bring your hands lower on your ankles? Good. So press your hips down really firm. See if you can lift your thighs up. Good. So that's a starting point. You can feel the action, and that might be far enough today. Okay? So come down when you're ready. Turn your head to the opposite cheek. Pause and breathe. And then go ahead and give it one more turn, either bow posture or one of the earlier back bends. Remember, you are responsible for your body. You know what you're feeling on the inside. So just respect whatever it is that's calling you, whether it's to take that more advanced posture or to stay a little lower. See if you can press more through this foot. So this leg is like maybe three inches back further than the other one. <laughs> Can you flex your feet? Can I give you a pull? Good. Hang in your shoulders a little bit. Okay, so come on down when you're ready. Shake your hips side to side once you're all the way down. And then find your way up into downward dog. So your body will let you know right away if you've taken a posture further than your body was ready to go in the posture. If that ever happens in your practice, remember your body is your teacher. It's going to teach you where the boundaries are which foods you should eat, which foods you shouldn't eat, which postures you're ready for, which postures you're not ready for. Keeping in mind one of the principles of yoga is ahimsa, which means non-harming. So part of yoga practice is not harming your body. Another principle is non-stealing. And the way that we apply that to the yoga postures is you don't take a pose before you're ready for it. 
and your body will guide you to know what's true for you. So let's bring the knees to the mat. Find your way to seated. And then lie all the way onto your back. Please use your hands to lie back so you're not just flopping back. Hold onto your legs or come onto your elbows, whatever you need to do, coming all the way onto your back. And then just lying with legs straight and arms straight, pause, feel your breath. Bend one knee, place that foot flat to the floor. Bend the other knee and place that foot flat to the floor. So both feet flat. Hug just your right knee in towards your right armpit. Good. Now flexing the right foot and then crossing the right ankle over the left thigh bone. Ankle to thigh bone, release the hands. And then reach through and hold on to your left thigh bone and draw that thigh in towards your chest. So you want just ankle to thigh bone rather than crossing all the way over. It's more like a gentleman's cross leg position, yep. Good, so make sure the right foot, the one that's crossed over, stays flexed. You're protecting your knee joint by doing that. As you draw your left thigh towards you, press your right thigh forward or away. Soften the shoulders, soften your face muscles, and release the root of the tongue. Let the teeth separate. And stay with your breath. Can you bring your foot down more on your thigh? Maybe. Always, yeah, that's okay. That's always stiff. That's okay. Then keep flexing. So when you're doing this at home, it might be a good idea to stay a little longer on the tighter side. That'll help start balance it out. Good, last breath in and out. And then slowly release the left foot back down to the floor. So release the hands. And then uncross the legs, placing the right foot flat to the floor. Pause, deep breath in. Exhale it out. And then hug your left knee in towards your left armpit. Keep in mind that in yoga practice, sometimes less is more. It might not be about going deeper in the pose. It might be about being fully present with where you are. 
Flex the left foot, cross the left ankle over the right thigh bone. So ankle to thigh bone. Releasing the hands and now wrapping the hands around your right thigh bone. Hugging the right thigh in toward your chest. Recline pigeon posture. For some of you, this is quite effortless. For some of you, this is quite challenging. Wherever you are, breathe. See if you can make friends with the present moment. Whatever's happening right now, can you befriend it? And if this is a challenging posture for you, think about how you would guide someone through this posture. See if you can run through that dialogue and speak to yourself that way. What if you were the teacher, you were the instructor? How would you comfort yourself? If you were instructing someone. Can I let this foot drop down. Encourage yourself as you would another you were guiding through the pose. Good, slowly releasing. So you're bringing the right foot back down to the floor. Uncross the left leg, placing the left foot on the floor. Pause. Deep breath in and out. And then bring both knees into the chest. Hug your knees with both hands. Good, curl your chin up off of the floor. Guide your nose toward the space between your knees. Elbows in close to the body. And then slowly lower the head back down to the floor. Good. And then release your feet one at a time to the floor. And then extend the legs out straight, finding Shavasana, final resting posture. Let the arms extend alongside of the body. Palms can be open toward the sky if this is uncomfortable. Then find your hands on your belly or one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. Let the bones of the body become heavy. Again, making friends with the present moment. So 
if the mind is a little hyperactive, it's kind of jumping around. See if you can make friends with that. Just observing the movement of the mind. Continually coming back to your breath. Eventually, over time, that kind of monkey nature of the mind begins to respond to this pose, the restfulness, the nurturing space that's offered. And you'll find over time that you drop deeper and deeper into a restful state in this pose.
Let yourself soften deeper and deeper. Knowing that in this moment you are safe. And it's okay to rest. Israeli poet Yehuda Amakai said, There is a great battle raging for my mouth not to harden and my jaw not to become like heavy doors of an iron safe so my life may not be called pre-death. When we walk around carrying so much stress that our body is hardening, tightening, our jaw is clenching, that's really no life at all. Let this pose be the start of returning to life, to truly living by softening, by learning that stress is what we take on. It's mostly choice, if not all choice. We choose how we react to what happens externally. We choose to harden or to let go. We choose to push things away or accept them. And all of these choices are reflected in our body tissues. We're either supple soft, relaxed, or our, jo our joints dry out, our muscles get hard and leathery, and we feel half dead. We'll grow quiet for another moment or so. Go within and see where in your body you can soften what layers you can peel away in this moment.
slowly beginning to deepen your breath, each inhale increasing. So that gradually the inhale grows and expands so that the belly is expanding and softening with each breath. And then bending one knee and then the other. Place your feet flat on the floor and roll to your right. Try to keep your eyes closed as part of that letting go practice. That sense of being in the moment. Your, your body knows where to go. You don't need your eyes to tell you how to roll to the side. Again, staying connected to your breath, press down through your left hand, use your arms to come up, find your way to a comfortable seated position. Again, sitting tall just as we open the practice. Feeling your yoga afterglow, if you will. Noticing the shift that has taken place within you. We'll sound Om again three times. Inhaling. Deep breath in and exhale through the mouth. Close the mouth, breathe normally. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the yoga mat today. For setting this time aside to nurture yourself, knowing that by nurturing yourself, you affect all those you come in contact with. Namaste. So thank you so much.